Welcome, Eagles everywhere. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro here. It's the Eagles Live podcast. And as the Eagles get ready for free agency, it's coming just three weeks away, the free agency period soon. The Eagles have the ability now to apply the franchise tag to any of the players who are pending free agents. We'll see what happens down the line. But we won't want to focus on that. We'll focus on that later. Now we want to focus on one of our own, one of our key players here, defensive back Rodney McLeod joining me in studio here in the Novacare Complex. I'm very excited to have you, Rodney. Uh, how are you, sir? I'm doing good, man. Yeah? Good. We, I'm good. We got a lot of stuff to get to here. Okay. Um, first of all, everybody wants to know how you're feeling. Uh, how's the knee? How's your mind? How excited are you for 2019? Oh, man, I'm very excited. Um, you know, the knee is, is doing well. Um, rehabbing every day. Um, literally just uh, fresh off um, PT this morning. Um, getting after it. Uh, running now, so uh, that's uh, that's exciting for me, man. Every week, I feel like um, you know I overcome something, um, overcome some sort of obstacle, and get better. And I've seen a lot of growth, man. From you know, obviously the the initial day after uh, surgery to you know doing the same thing every day and not seeing results to now being able to run. Um, do a lot more drills and, and really feel like myself again. Um, it, it's just a great feeling, and um, you know I owe a lot of credit to the trainers. And um, you know I, I'm just I'm just excited about 2019 and, and getting back out there. Rodney, I think everybody was shocked when you went down. I mean, your career is one of longevity. Yeah. Um, how did you react to the whole thing? Man, it was uh, it was difficult. I really didn't know how to react uh, because it was such a shock. Um, you know. I'm very in tune with my body, and my body didn't feel like um, it was something that was going to be season-ending. It felt like maybe a couple weeks, but um, never did I imagine uh, me missing the entire season, um, not being able to run out that tunnel, make uh, make plays uh, for my team, celebrate with my guys, and just really cherish that that me- those memories. And you know, that's what you miss most about the game. Um, especially, you know, when it's taken away from you, guys who retire, um, kind of talking to those guys and you always just hear the same thing. Um, something that always just speaks to you is like the memories that you, that you have with your brothers. And, um, you know, this season, I don't have many of those memories on the field, but, um, you know, one thing about this team, man, they keep us, uh, a lot of guys involved, um, guys that are injured, um, you know, practice squad guys, you know, you name it, that might not get that shine on Sundays, but you feel included, you feel a part of the team. And um, I did still feel um, like I was a part in some way, in some capacity uh, when it came to helping guys out, uh, bringing guys along, coaching them. Um, and it's just bringing an extra little energy um, during that uh, span of time that I felt like, you know, our season kind of changed. I don't want to dwell on it, but if it's okay to talk about it, because I, I find that players who get hurt for the first time since when? Since college? Before college? Yeah, like, yes. yeah. Um, I haven't, I didn't miss a game in the NFL. Um, I think my, the first game I actually missed was uh, last, the season before last, uh, which was, um, I felt like I could have played that game, but, you know, it was smart, uh, worked out, we won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was a g- very uh, good uh, decision. But, um, yeah, man, it, I've been very fortunate um, in my NFL career of not having any major injuries at all. Um, you know, you have bumps and bruises, but um, that's part of the game, and you fight through that. But, um, you know, I pride myself on being available um, and being durable. And so, yeah, something like this hasn't happened since college for me. What then was the psychological battle of getting through the whole thing? Uh, really, man, it was um, – I kind of leaned on my teammates a lot. I leaned on guys who um, went through the same thing that, you know, I was 
um, facing. Um, guys like Chris Marigos, guys like Carson Wentz, Jason Peters, like those were um, literally, you know, those are guys that uh, encouraged me each and every day. And, you know, I, I kind of picked the brand Chris Marigos, my, my locker mate, um, but also in the DB room. And, you know, he kind of told me, um, shared, you know, some things that he kind of did during his um you know, time rehabbing and how he had a journal. He wrote his thoughts down, his emotions on paper. And, you know, I, I started doing the same. I'm just kind of logging in the journal day in and day out on, you know, the the grind and my progress, how I was feeling, um, just to put things down on paper and not allow it to come out um, physically um, because it, it's so hard. Um, as players, you know, this is our pride and joy. This is what we love. This is what we do. And for it to all be taken away from you, um, you know, you don't know, you know, how you're going to necessarily respond. I was 26 <laughs> years old and tore my ACL, not a professional athlete, of course. I felt sorry for myself. I felt like, I mean, I was a single guy. I remember going on a date and I was like lame because I just felt so sorry. I felt, yeah, you it just really, feel helpless. You feel helpless. Yeah, exactly. You have to depend on others. Uh, I remember, you know, even just getting into a car um, driving, um, this, this thing that, you know, you really take for granted, um, that, um, really showed during this period of time. But, you know, with me, I, I'll say because of my family, uh, because of my fiance and my teammates, uh, as well, um, you know, being by my side, man, it, it got me through, uh, the, that rough patch of time in those first couple months. And you, Rodney, I mean, you've, you've been involved in sports since you were able to walk, yeah. It's been a huge part of your Why was sports always such a big part of your life? Uh, I mean, I think, you know, it's just in my family alone, um, just kind of what we gravitate towards. And um, obviously I was good at it. <laughs> um, but, it, you know, it kept me active. It kept me involved. It kept me um, busy. Um, I think that was, you know, uh, uh, important for my parents uh, growing up, just keeping us involved and giving us options um, to have. And, you know, um, God bless me with the with the talent, man, to, to obviously play football and um, been playing this since I was six and, and, and been loving it. Will your kids play football? Someday when you have children, I, I will like them too. Uh, I'm not. I won't be one of those parents because I played to force it on them. I, I'll kind of introduce it to them, but allow them to, uh, you know, go along with, with what they feel and what they think um, is best for them. Honestly, I just want them to to be successful, uh, whether that's uh, um, athletically or um, or academically as well. See, I think sports is what every everything about goodness is kind of encompassed in sports. You have to learn to work. Together with people, you have to be selfless. Yeah, you have to have a work ethic. You have to be humble. You know, you got to give it up for your for people around you to have success, or else you're not going to have success. Isn't that the way we should all live our lives, no matter what you're doing? Uh, I truly believe so. There's a lot of correlation um, to you know what you learn from from playing sports um, into you know into, into life itself. Um, and, and you take what you learn in sports and you um, apply it to uh, other other jobs. Um, you know, I, I've kind of I do the same uh, with my own business that I have uh, alone and, and something that's new for me. But I take a lot of those uh, qualities that I've uh, built um, from the game of football, the leadership qualities that I have and and I apply it over to into my into my company. A remarkable thing. Four days after your surgery, you were, went to Camden, New Jersey. You spoke to some kids at Octavius V. Cato Community School. 
gave them a free dental and eye exams, filling cavities. I mean, this is stuff that people just don't do, Rodney. Why did you do that? Why is the community so important to you? I mean, I feel like, um, you know, this is something that was important uh, for us that um, I signed up to do. And if I was available, um, which I was, um, I was committed. And once I make a commitment to something, I'm, I'm fully um, I'm fully committed. And so I made that um, decision to go out there so the kids can, you know, see me, but um, be able to start um, that campaign up the right way. Um, it needed me there. Um, it deserved, they deserved my presence. And um, it, it was a good start to the, to the uh, campaign that lasted um, all the way up until January. Uh, we would go to two schools out in the Camden community uh, every month, kind of educating kids on health and wellness, um, bringing the RV out, um, giving them free dental and vision exams, but also treatments on site. And then also, you know, there was a Q&A, um, you know, and, and, and me just sharing uh, what it takes to be successful. And I felt like, you know, a lot of those kids were very tentative, um, learned a lot. And, you know, I just hope, you know, from our uh, brief conversations that, you know, they just take a couple take a, away a couple words that I, that I said to them um, that I inspire them. To. What, does it make, what does it take to be successful? What, what, do, what do we all need to know to be successful in life, no matter what you are doing, according to Roddy McLeod? I mean, really, for me, what I preach to them, it, it's, it's all about your attitude um, and your mentality on how you approach anything in life. Um, I believe, you know, if you and, – and then it, it comes down to your faith uh, as well. And I kind of look at our, our season when we won the Super Bowl. I put that in perspective for them. And, and a lot of the adversity that we faced that year, um, you're going to go through the same thing in life. It's, it's never going to be an easy journey. You're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have people telling you um, who you can and what you cannot be or how far you can go. But I, I truly believe if, if you have that attitude – um, and you know in yourself that you can do it and you truly believe um, that anything is possible. And you've seen that in our season when um, everybody, you know, every type of guy you can think of that played a part as a leader of this team went down um, and everybody counted us out. But um, we kept moving forward and we never lost sight of the, the goal. And um, we continue to have that faith in, in each other. Yeah, it's chemistry. It's just so much more than talent. It's how you react to your coaches. It's how your coaches see you and put you in the best position possible. It's how you work with the guy next to you. Again, it goes back to sports and how I think sports is just so great. I wish yeah. everybody I wish everybody played sports. <laughs> I wish everybody would get like at least a sense of what's what is valuable about sports. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, did, yeah. did, did, did being hurt, Rodney, and, and studying and looking at the game from a different perspective, did it at all like – plan a seed that maybe someday you want to coach um I mean I, I think I have that attribute um and that would probably be something that um I can see myself doing maybe later down the line uh maybe more so at the high school level kind of giving back to you know Demathic Catholic High School where I attended uh I don't know necessarily about the NFL level those coaches put in a lot of hours yes, man <laughs> <laughs> talking to them they put in more hours than us sometimes I believe um not so. even close <laughs> not even close <laughs> but um it's um it, it's something that I, I think um I can I can probably do 
And um, I, I, you know, I, I enjoyed um, this season, man. And 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 like you said, seeing the game from a different perspective, and just helping those young guys, um, man, just blossom into you know um, the type of players that they were during that playoffs. Man, they were playing lights out. And credit to those, you know, what I'm saying um, guys like Avante, Trey Sullivan, Russell Douglas for stepping up in a huge way. Um, it's going to pay off for us um, coming down um, this next season. DeMatha Catholic High School, Hyattsville, Maryland. Okay, so let's see. The best athletes of all time there. Um, I wrote down, or had written down for me, Chris Barlotto, my great producer. Brian Westbrook, former oh, yeah. Eagle. Yep. Cameron Wake. Okay, yep. Basketball, Victor Oladipo. Oladipo, Vic. Jeremy Grant, Markel Fultz. Yeah. Is that, is that, your, is that your five? There's got to be millions of them, right? Like, who's Man, the all- there's a lot. There's a lot, Who's like the all-time greatest DeMatha I mean, all time. I mean, one of my guys that you know uh, is one of my good friends that uh, didn't even uh, make it to the the league. He actually had the opportunity, but had a very good career at Maryland. Man, is my guy Kenny Tate. Probably he. he we're in the same class, but um, he's definitely a legend, man, at the math of both F- football. Player? Okay. Football. Why um, did he, what happened to him? Why, why didn't he make knee it? injury? Uh. Knee injury. Yeah. So um, unfortunately, but. Um, six four, two twenty five, safety, uh, wide out as well. Think man, he started his sophomore year in varsity and just um was a was a force to be reckoned with. Man, was like really like a man, a man amongst boys. Like he's been the same size since like freshman year. But uh, I would say he he he's a legend. Of course, you know you gotta throw me in there. Uh, I didn't hear my name brought up, yeah, but you that's know you're on the show. I mean, you know, no, it's all it's you're all the good. Man it's all good. Up the bench. <laughs> I wonder if well, exactly. B West played basketball. I wonder if he had any basketball game. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know what I'm B West. About yeah, there's a lot of uh, dual sport athletes, man, that come through Dematha. Uh, Why is that? Why is it such a great athletic institution as well as a great academic institution? Man, I, I just think it's the it's the culture. It's the culture that we have, and um, you know the the expectations. You know, we expect to win championships there. Um, anything less than that is is unacceptable, and that's just the standard that every class lives by. And, I, and it's a competition with every single class. Like you talk to any single guy that went to the Mather, he'll say his class is the best. <laughs> and you know, and, and then they'll pull up their stat lines <laughs> to show it and their scores and this and that. But um, man, I, I think it's just it, like I said, it's the culture um, that we have there, and, and guys like. They they believe in it and and and, and it just you know um, it just consumes them and 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 by the time you leave there man you just leave a different guy um, you know uh, came in as a boy leave as a man and um, you know uh, academically man is, is one of the best a, as well so um, you know any 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 um, parents out there man if you're in, a, in that area I definitely encourage you send your kids there if god gave you a chance to to be great the best at any sport rodney would it be football i love football um i would i definitely would love to be on the court though um you know i i just think nba man is if i if i probably was like six two I probably would have tried. I probably probably would have tried to be a hooper. See, I think that there's a culture of <laughs> NFL players who are jealous of an NBA player. Yeah, maybe those guys are the ballers. Yeah, they, they're all guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, they're all guaranteed. They, the it's just it's, it's really. artistry, man. It's it's artistry watching. Yeah, six foot eleven. But I respect. Inch guys. I respect every sport. Yeah, um, for sure. It's the training that 
every athlete puts into their sport um, is different and catered. Um, obviously, sp- to their specifically to to what they're doing, but um, you gain a lot of respect when you like doing a boxing workout is. I like. I can't imagine going twelve rounds, yeah, yeah, and um, three minute rounds trying to protect yourself, but also um, hit the other hit the other guy. So, how's your pickleball game back there? By the way, do you do you rehab? I haven't pickleball? played yet. Okay, I haven't got to that okay. to that stage. I seen you. I, know, I, 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 I see you. I you see saw me. You yeah. saw me rolling too. We need to have a tournament. Yeah, yeah man. I, I, that's, we are trying to get a Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles organizational tournament. Yes, uh, the word is that Nick Foles is the best one who's ever come across these parts. Like he's great in pickleball. Yeah, Nick. Nick was in there the day after like the season yeah, ended, like beating everybody. Yeah, life of a quarterback. Yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> Some fun stuff with Rodney McLeod. Let's play either or. Either or. Okay. All <laughs> Undrafted Rodney McLeod signs with the St. Louis Rams then becomes a Philadelphia Eagle in free agency prior to the 2016 season. So let's compare the cities in either or St. Louis and Philadelphia. The barbecue of St. Louis or the cheesesteak of Philadelphia. Oh, I got to go with cheesesteak. Okay. The gateway arch of St. Louis or the Liberty Bell of Philadelphia. Uh, the gateway arch. <laughs> okay. Okay. The Liberty Bell is not very impressive, is it? It's like... Bizarre. Yeah, it's, like you know, it's a better bell. view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. up at the arch. <laughs> the Mississippi River or the Delaware River? Uh, Delaware River. Okay, thank you. Better city nickname, Gateway to the West or City of Brotherly Love? City of Brotherly Love. Okay, and the, and the better party, Mardi Gras, which is very large in St. Louis, second after New Orleans, or the Mummer's Parade. Have you checked out the Mummer's Parade? I haven't uh, seen pictures and, you know, got a glimpse, closer glimpse from Jason Kelsey. So I'm going to have to go with the Mummers Parade on that one. And then finally, the better rapper, Nelly or Meek Mill? Ooh. Growing up, I was a huge Nelly fan, man. That's tough. Um, I, I gotta just yeah, give it to the give it to the legend. Okay, give it to Nelly. Yeah, All right, to Nelly right now. And that is good stuff. All right, shout and, out Meek though. Yeah, Meek for sure. But wait a minute, the Patriots win the Super Bowl and they're playing Meek Mill. Do you know that? Did it, Meek Mill, I think Meek Mill played their post Super Bowl party. party. Yeah, now I we, guess I yeah, get it. You got to pay know. the bills. Yeah, I don't know. All right, here's some Rod Rodney or Roderick Rodney trivia. Rod Rodney or Roderick. Rodney trivia. I don't even know where we found that, but <laughs> apparently sounds. it's out there. All right, according to FamousBirthdays.com, you are the 18th most popular Rodney being searched for your birthday. There are two wow. more popular Rodneys who have played football. Can you name them? Uh, Rodney Pete. Correct. That's one. And uh, uh, dang, another Rodney. I feel like I know this, but mm, what's the last name start with? Harrison. Oh, Rodney Harrison. Yeah. yeah. Dang, I see. I knew. Okay. That's it, though. You're, you're number three. Yeah. All right. Then uh, a, a name. Name the actor who starred in Caddyshack. Um, was it uh, Rodney? Um, uh, Rodney Dangerfield. There you go. There we go. Okay. His famous line is, I tell you, I get no respect. That was a good movie. Yeah. It was a very good movie. Okay. This Rodney. This Rod Rodney or Roderick played cornerback and safety for the Pittsburgh Steelers and is a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Rod Woodson. Okay. This Rod Rodney or Roderick has sold over one million albums worldwide and is from the United Kingdom. 
Ooh. How many hours at UK? Mm. And his, his, one of his famous songs was Maggie, I wished I'd never seen your face. Oh, he's a good singer right there. But that's, I don't that's know great that's, singing. I don't know if that's. <laughs> Rod Stewart. Oh, okay, okay. yep. Ro- See, I'm not good T- with the names, right, man. It's okay. It's okay. Rodney Tidwell is the name of the main football player in Jerry Maguire. What actor portrayed him on film? His name is not Rodney. Uh, is that Cuban? Yeah, Cuban Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, Very good. Yeah. And by the way, you may not have known this: Jeffrey Lurie, Eagles owner, played a cameo in that movie. Did he? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He came Hold in there on. with a big bushy mustache. He looked great. Wait, time out. Yeah, you got to check it out. Yeah, you got to give me the sec- <laughs> you got to give me the clip and the okay. scene. For that. All right, I'll, I'll get that for you. <laughs> All right, now five questions from the Eagles locker room. Best personality in the locker room. Best personality in the mm-hmm. locker room. Oh man, it's a lot of good ones. A lot of good ones. Um, man, I'm gonna go with uh, my guy, Jalen Mills. Okay. Best dresser in the locker room. I know it's you. Yeah, it's definitely me, but you know, I'm not you know, I I'll, I'll I'll give it to my to my uh, to my guy that, you know, is usually right beside me, Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah, he looks good. Corey Graham's a good good dresser. CG? Yeah. I oh, think hey. he is. I, I remember seeing I saw him on the road. I thought he I mean look, yeah, I don't know yeah, how old yeah, yeah. I thought he looked God, good. Yeah, CG called okay. dude with a little something. Okay. Worst dresser. Worst dresser? Ah, Man, probably, probably Kelsey. He just doesn't care. <laughs> Big Kelsey, he doesn't care. All right, uh, best Jim Schwartz impersonation that you can give us. Ah, <laughs> uh, what I got? What do I have? Uh don't you be uh, over there doing that? Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Jim Schwartz doing that yeah. furrowed brow, all, yeah, all serious. Exactly, yeah. Does he get? Is he a yeller? He he yells sometimes. Then he always just hits you with the the point. Ah, uh, the points. Yeah, the Stay point away with the from lips. The Jim Schwartz finger with the lips and the big big <laughs> lips. Okay. And then f- the final question, Rodney. The best part of being in the Philadelphia Eagles locker room when you think of it all, and you know, you step away and you wrote in your journal this year, and you were injured. Kind of was there a recurring theme? Like, what is the best part of the camaraderie of a locker room? I mean, it really, just it's just a brotherhood, man. Um, you know, the 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 love and the bond. You know, saying the support that we have for each other. Um, not only you know, what I'm saying on the field, but then off the field too. It shows. Um, you know, whether it's uh, you know hanging out with each other on a Thursday night, defensive dinners, or supporting each other in the community with our events. Um, linking up, you know, in the off season with one another. Um, you know, like we said earlier, in sports, you need that chemistry. Um, and, and I feel like in this locker room, that's what we have. And, and that's why um, ultimately we won the Super Bowl and we're going to win plenty more. Because yes, we of are. It. Rodney, the relationship with the fans, it's fantastic in Philly, isn't it? It's a, it's a very unique sports environment here, isn't oh, it? Oh, man, it's it's amazing. Um, that's the first thing I like. I noticed when I when I came into Philadelphia and, and I gravitate towards that. I'm a passionate guy and, you know, the fans are very passionate. So um, I love them and I can't wait to get back out there. Um, come 2019, whoever that first opponent is, man, I'm excited. Can't wait to see you. Only three games last year, just not enough, man. I, I, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're healthy. I'm glad you're excited about 2019. We got a lot of great things going on. How can fans find you in the offseason? Social media? Yeah, Rob McLeod 4 uh, on Instagram and uh, 
Rodney underscore McLeod four on Twitter. Um, yeah, man, I'm I'm here in Philly, and then a little bit everywhere. Yeah, I appreciate it. You getting married soon? Yeah, man, July 13th. So it's a big off season. That's uh, a party. Making this return back to the game, but then also, you know, I'm uh, I'll, I'll be great. I'll be 100, percent you know, for the wedding, which is most important. That's too. right. That's right. Get out there, dance a little bit. That's gonna be a, a honeymoon <laughs> right from the honeymoon into training camp. Into camp. Perfect. Perfect. All right, that's it. That is our Eagles Live podcast. Many thanks to Rodney McLeod for joining us. Eagles everywhere, thank you so much for joining. Chris Barletto, great job. We'll be back next week with Paul Worlow. More on the Eagles Live podcast. Thank you so much for joining, everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles day and fly, Eagles fly.